Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show. Where are the low-value men? Like, what are, what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low-value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low-value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's, that's hot. All right, I haven't seen, I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. Oh shit, what's up? Welcome to a special Monday night edition of low value mail. On this day, August 15th, 2022, the year of our Lord. Hi, I'm Danny Polishuk. Welcome to the Low Value Stream. We got a good show for you tonight. Uh, maybe even a great show. Maybe even a great show. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't want to lie to you, people. I'm not terribly prepared for this show. I'm terribly prepared for this show. Interesting that those two things probably mean the same thing, but um, I'm not terribly prepared, and I'm terribly prepared uh, in that. So I, last week, forgot that I was going on the road with Ryan Long, J.J. Lieberman as well. Uh, if you're in Syracuse tomorrow night, Albany on Wednesday night, West Nyack, New York. We're going to play Ram Ranch. We'll play Ram Ranch on the Patreon. If you don't know what Ram Ranch is... We have some fun on our Patreon episode, so uh, but we got a good episode tonight. I uh, we got a couple things to get to, and then we'll get to it. August twenty sixth is a Friday, eight p.m. at the Paradise Theater. I'll be headlining uh, back in Toronto, Ontario. There's still tickets available for that. Ticketweb or Ticketscene.ca. This is how low value this is. Do I know the link? No. Do I have it ready to go in the thing? The down below, I also don't. Um, but yeah, anyways, I've total last because you're like last week, I didn't even mention that there'd be no Tuesday show this week. I didn't even realize it. I'm mo- I'm in the process of moving right now, got a lot of stuff going on. I just I forgot, and then we had to cram in all our episodes of the boys' cast. So I literally just re- finished recording two back to back episodes of the boys' cast not 10 minutes ago. Um, but anyways, yes, yeah, so we're uh, we, we got some uh. Some good stuff coming up. Um, we, we had a good Patreon episode. So the Patreon's kind of turning into a bit of a stream, uh, a streaming thing. Uh, by the way, shout out to Wallaby, who won uh, who won the money last week. Went to a good cause. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, or I appreciate him. We appreciate everybody. My brain's not working great. But uh, anyways, we're we're uh, if you want to support the show, get access to the subscriber-only Patreon subscriber show that we do at 11 p.m. after the show uh, every time. Please sign up, patreon.com slash mail or join. Hit the little join button that you see there on YouTube and give us a like. Throw us a like on the stream. It helps with the algorithm and whatnot and defeating the algo gods and all that shit. Um, but yeah, sign up for that. A uh, couple other things. So I'm going to 
I, I haven't. This is the first f- announcement I've made of this. Nobody knows this, okay? Because I didn't even know this until recently. Uh, but so, in terms of the streaming, the low value streams, I I have a little project that I'm starting. A little project uh, for low value streams. I'm going to be listening slash watching, although there's no video, but it's on YouTube. And if you want to get ahead of me, you want to do some homework, uh, I'm going to make a little streaming series where I'm going to be listening and uh, commenting or reacting, but commenting, to every episode of the Female Dating Strategy podcast. So I got a message from someone saying, hey, the Female Dating Strategy, they're back on Reddit. And I forgot about them. And if you don't know, female dating strategy is where the term low value. It's not where the term low value male came from, but it's where I got it from. I didn't know the term low value male. I thought we were all high value. But then they were like, no, there's low value ones and there's scrotes and stuff. And they freely use these terms. It's pretty funny. I turned on an episode to listen to it for like five minutes. And then, and then I was laughing so much. That I go, you know what? I, can't, I don't want to spoil this. So uh, they do. They have a podcast, the FDS podcast. Um, I've never listened to it. I listened to five minutes of it. I thought it was one of the funniest things I've ever listened to. So, and this is going to take me a fucking long time. It's 48 episodes. They're like an hour, which I imagine if I listen to an hour podcast, but I'm streaming it, that's going to take two hours at least, you would think. Probably two hours. Probably double it. So, this is we have 100 hours of content, but all the wean time, they're coming out with new episodes. So, it's hard to even keep up. But so... uh Back on the drum 23 says, that sounds amazing. I pay more for that on Patreon. Guess what? You don't have to. I'm just going to be streaming. Maybe I should, but I'm not. But you know what? Sign up for the Patreon. The only thing that you will be getting a benefit of is if you sign up on the Patreon or become a channel subscriber for the Scrotes on uh, YouTube, you can watch the replays of them because they're going to be live. And then once they're live, they're going to be gone. Um, so uh, consider that. Also, we have low value mail shirts coming soon. Low Valley Mail t-shirts coming soon. Uh, we're still just working out some of the printing stuff, but it's, it's a great-looking shirt. Shout-out to Dave from Canada for designing the shirt. Another benefit of signing up for the Patreon is that you'll get a discount code for the shirt. So it seems like a slam dunk. Slam dunk. We got Low Valley Mail merch finally, I know. It's a pretty hot shirt, too. It was. Um, I don't know if anybody here has seen the photo. I put it up on the screen, but... It'll just be such a... Should I put it up on the screen? It'll be such a low-value thing to even put up right now. No, I'm not going to do it. But I'll show people on the Patreon. If you join the Patreon, you'll get a chance to look at it. I also post it on Twitter and stuff. So it's out there. If you go check my Twitter, it's been posted. It's around. Uh, And yeah, so we got a good show tonight. And the topic for tonight, I I put it up as a vote. And it was either going to be bad advice or what is the lowest-value thing that you have ever done. And, of course, what is the lowest value thing you've ever done? Won by a landslide. A landslide win. So, uh, and I, I mean, some people will, I think you'll think, what does that even mean? It means whatever you want it to mean. You know, you know what it means to you. You know what it means to you. Uh, so, that's what it is. What's the lowest value thing you've ever done? I don't even know. I think something might come to me. Uh, about it. I want to play before we start. Last week, someone left. I just was, uh, I plugged in five minutes before we started. Got my phone going. And, and then people leave messages. So I had some messages from last week. And this one kind of made me laugh. So I'm just going to play this, this message that was left. 
thought I could catch it before the end, but I did not realize what the delay is, and I am an absolute idiot. I was picked twice for that, but I heard, hey, and seeing the show, being on that delay, I thought I had the voicemail. But anyway, I sent an email in. There's lots of misspellings and stuff in it whenever I look back through it after I said already sent it. But that's uh, the story of two 300-pound men flying off our water slide and making us put a scale in at the top of our slide. Anyway, I had already left a voicemail. See you later. Now, that's a low-value voicemail if I've ever heard one. And this gentleman did call into the Patreon. Our patrons and subscribers will know. Uh, he did call in, and uh, he told us about the time that he worked at a water slide, and there were two 300-pound men that required them, and then they caught so much speed that they got very injured and then required uh, from then on forward scales. Uh, so, yeah, so we got that. Um, that was a funny because he called in, and I said, hey, and then something with the delay. It was very – the whole thing's low value. Uh, let's see what's going on in the – in the uh, chat, when is the low-value book coming out, Zach Hayes? It is not. Uh, the shirt better get destroyed after one wash. It won't. No, we want them destroyed. That's no good. Um, shirt is too chad to be low-value. I, I don't know. You guys think it's too chad? I don't want to make like a super... I guess I could make like put holes in it and stuff. We could really make it like one of those weathered shirts. Yes, this chad is the book. Um, you think your life is low-value back on the Drone 23? Then, uh, you know, prove it. Call in. Let us know what's going on. Um, someone says we want ghost stories. you want an episode of ghost stories? If enough people want a ghost stories episode... Uh, th see, sometimes with certain episodes, I'm hesitant for certain ideas because I go, are enough people going to have ghost stories? I feel like I don't know anybody who has a ghost story. I don't know any guy who has a ghost story. I know some women who have ghost stories, and then you go, this wasn't a ghost story. It's just your imagination. Um, but if enough people want a ghost story episode, sure, we'll, we'll give it a try. Uh, let's see what else we have. Jekyll says, I've done a lot of low-value things, but I don't know what the lowest is. That's me, too. I've done many things, but the lowest? Low is eating an old chip off on the floor? I don't know about that. Um, Jekyll, we're going to open the phone lines very shortly. Don't you worry. Uh, the only thing I want to talk about, and then we're going to open these phone lines, is because one thing that's happened since the last episode, which is pretty wild, is that fucking COVID's over. COVID's over. It's, I mean, it's been over. It's been over for many people. Uh, I was just talking to Ryan about the fact that, you know, some people, it's not over for them at all. Some people, it's like they're living in March 2020. But for so many people, it's been over. And then CDC just said straight up, hey, hey it literally makes no difference. Any of this shit, it's done. They straight up, the CDC came out this week. This is the no, new COVID guidance from CDC, and it focuses on individual decisions. That's nice. By the way, if, like, because people have called into this podcast before, and they say they have, a, you know, they have some sort of opinion about COVID, right? They have an opinion about COVID, and, you know, they want to say something. And then, and people have known. That's the thing, too. People, you guys are all smart, where you know, you go, I don't even really want to say what I want to say about COVID, because I might get the fucking channel zapped. Right. They might get my channel nuked because they're so crazy like YouTube and all the you know huge tech companies. 
they're so crazy about COVID and all that stuff. So they don't even really want to like, you know, people don't even want to say shit about COVID now. Like Alex Stein, when he was on, he goes like, even Alex Stein was like, I don't want to get you in trouble because, you know, he gets in trouble all the time on his channel. So he doesn't want to do that. And then, you know, now they're just coming out with all this stuff. And, and you get, I mean, I'm sure just me talking about this, there might be some sort of notification now on this video. I don't know. Uh, but the CDC relaxed all their guidance. Uh, and basically they just caved completely. They said, look, so these are the new things. Those exposed to the virus are no longer required to quarantine. Okay, that's complete 180. Unvaccinated people now have the same guidance as vaccinated people, which is nothing. Students can stay in class after being exposed to the virus. It's no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. So the, here's the crazy thing. I live in New York City. I don't know what's like where y'all live. But in New York City especially in like where I'm in, I'm in the East Village in Manhattan, there's these tents everywhere. Like if you walked around, you'd be like, oh, COVID must be just ripping through the community the way these tents are out there. But it's sad because you walk by them and it's some guy, like obviously they signed some big contract where they're obligated to be out there, right? They're just sitting out there in these tents like they're selling something. They look like they're selling like a cell phone plan or something, like one of those like cheap cell phone plans. But they're just like sitting there and nobody stops because nobody needs COVID tests anymore. Like that was so December or whatever. Everybody just walks by them and they sit there and sometimes there's like one beside another one. They're just there. And they, they must have some sort of contract or they must get paid some huge amount of money for every test they do. I don't know. But they're just out there chilling. Um so they're trying to act like COVID's out there, but uh, they're not. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. The CDC is basically saying, hey, it's over. We're done. It wasn't even a big thing either. They're just kind of, they're just saying, hey, don't worry about it. And, again, and in very Canadian fashion, I don't know if this is, I haven't uh, quite identified this, but, you know, you imagine for all my Canadian brothers that this will all be, uh, you know, coming up up there in, I don't know, a year? Probably a year from now is when they'll say COVID's over in Canada. We'll have a similar... Because just, you know, that's how it works. Everything comes there just a little later, as it's always been the case. Like, I'm going back in two weeks, and I still... Or less than two weeks now, and I still have to deal with that whole shit of, you know, like, if you're flying to Canada, you got to wear a mask and all the masks and stuff everywhere. And then, I don't know, it's... Nonsense. Let's see what's going on in the chat. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. So Nighttime Conqueror Trudeau about to lock us down again. Probably. Probably. Uh, but anyways, okay. That's I just wanted to talk about that because I thought that was wild. There was one other thing actually that I thought that was could mention. What time are we got? 915. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring it up because we're getting, we're going quick here. But uh this is just an interesting thing. Someone dropped this in the Discord. By the way, if you'd like to join the Discord, another the Discord's banging. We got four nitro boosts. I don't know what that is. But there, there's upgrades, and if anybody of you gave us a Nitro boost to the Discord server, I thank you. Uh, but the Discord server is a good place uh, to meet other degenerate, low-value people like yourself. Uh, you can get access to it by signing up for the uh, Patreon or like the other stuff or whatever. Just sign up, and you can get access to it. And then you can, if you want to post some uh, links and stuff you want me to cover, things interested to cover, uh, you can do that there. But this is just kind of interesting thing. So... In Minneapolis, the Minneapolis Federation of Teachers Union and the school district states that white teachers will be laid off before teachers of color, regardless of their seniority. 
They reached this agreement uh, yesterday. A two week there was a two week teacher strike last spring, and starting the school year, if accessing a teacher accessing is a weird word. I've never heard of the term accessing as firing, but I guess they're excess teachers. So they go if accessing a teacher who is a member of a population underrepresented among licensed teachers in the site, the district shall access the next least senior teacher who is not a member of an underrepresented population. Basically, what they're saying is just. White is not all right, which is what I've been saying forever. I was saying it forever, and then they stopped giving me stuff for it. I stopped getting getting booked on shows in stand-up and getting acting work, and then I said, you know what, maybe I should stop saying that. Uh, but that's fucked up, you know, because, again, um, you know, I'm sure some people are deal with similar stuff in work, but comedy's really like this right now where, you know, uh, comedy, acting, like we have a friend, Tyler Fisher, who straight up, like, sued... He sued this manager. If you guys know Tyler Fisher, super funny. But he sued this manager because he went to some manager and they were like, hey, uh, we don't hire white people. And, like, me and Ryan have always said this. We're like, look, we know that. Everybody knows that. I've been, I mean, I've been told that it's tough for white guys or whatever. I'm just like, whatever, I don't care. But they got so comfortable in just saying to your face that they go, yeah, we're not hiring you because you're white. And you're like, you're not allowed to do that if you're a job. I don't know what level of comfort... You got uh, where you thought this is an okay thing to do, but now I guess they're doing it in schools, which sucks. Um, and I mean, you know, they defunded the police there. You think that would be enough, even though it's probably way worse than it is. Uh, I mean, someone said mo- most of Minnesota is fine. It's just the cities. That's everywhere, though. It's everywhere. It's just the cities. Everywhere is fine except for the cities, and the cities are a goddamn hell hole. But anyways, it was an interesting thing because they're just now the the level of comfort that they get where they go like, yeah, you know, again, you replace white with anything else, and you go like, you wouldn't. People would be saying this stuff if they were saying this stuff in person. They'd still be whispering it uh, five years ago. If you were saying this about anybody else, like you would be like, yeah, we don't like you would whisper this stuff even if you weren't being on the record, record, or whatever. And now they're just like, yeah, yeah, this is our policy. It's literally our policy now. Um, all right, that's all I wanted to talk to you about. Talk about to you. Let's open the phone lines. What is the most low-value thing you've ever done? Let's get to it. I want to hear from you. Funny, sad, Neither of those things. I don't know. Let's just hear. We're having a loose ep- epi here. All right. First caller. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hi. Uh, you're speaking to Jacob. I sort of, um, I wanted to grill you a little bit. Jacob. On... Is, this, are you, is this Jacob who called me a globalist? Yes, it is. Unfortunately. Hi, unfortunately. People are, people are, I just want to say, I do just want to say, yes. I, I just want to make a formal apology because I, people don't seem to be very happy with the globalist thing. I no. just want to say. That I'm very sorry for calling you a globalist, That's and okay. what I really should have called you instead a much better term that I could have should have referred to as a globe head. Globe head. Describe you a lot better. You have a globe. You have a globe shaped belly. Is kind of what I'm getting. I at. have a globe. I'm a globe shape. Yes. Yeah, you have a bit of a globe shape going on here a little bit around. Danny Globes. There might be some merch coming. Um, there might be some merch um, coming. And, uh... Yeah, I, I did want to grill you a little bit on, on your most low-value thing, sort of give you a few examples. Yeah. Um, how about che- cheating on your girlfriend? You ever done that? I've never cheated on my girlfriend, no. Never? Not no, once? I'm, no, I never have, no. Hey, let's see. Hmm. That's it? Well, you yeah, you had one question? A, this, is, this, is the over 100 IQ, this is the over 100 IQ guy. 
Yeah, this is why I'm, I'm sort have of you ever had your IQ. You. Have you ever had your IQ uh, over a hundred? Do you know what your IQ is? What's that? Do, do uh, I yeah, I have had my IQ tested. What is it? 165. Fuck off. <laughs> Jacob's not. Have you ever had your? So you're a Jew. Have you had your? Tested? Uh, are you a Jew? Because you sound like a Jew. Really? Is it like my raspy voice? No, I, the, I guess raspy. No, it's the nasally. I, yeah, I get sick all the. Fu- I don't know. Ever since I, I maybe it's long COVID. Maybe Ever since long, I got COVID, maybe I'm it's sick long like COVID. Month. Jacob, you're Jewish, right? Could, no, I'm not Jewish. Really? I'm, the, I'm actually really, with, really ethnically German. Oh, with a name like Jacob, I thought for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I swear to God, it's long COVID. It's ruining my life. I'm sick like you every have, month. Really? You, have you been tested for it? Um, test I. I, d- I wasn't actually tested for COVID, but I don't know what else it would have been. It definitely wasn't the flu. It was way worse. I got pneumonia from it. Oh, and then okay. ever since then, I've gotten pneumonia like two other. I think it's actually ruining my life. Yeah. Are you I sure you're not Jewish? You sound so Jewish. No, I'm not Jewish. Oh, okay. Where are you from? Yeah, are, you, are you trying to imply something about Jews here, Danny? That they sound nasally. Yeah, absolutely. I, I talk. That is, I that is an implica- People never believe me, but I love Jews. You know that? I just think you guys are great. We are great. Some of us. Yeah, they are great. You know, Some of us are like, not so great. Yeah. Looking at you, Jeffrey Epstein. Ryan Lo- Ryan's joke about um, locking up the Jews, I think, is a really funny one. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I think so. I mean, yeah, I've heard all those jokes a million times, but then sometimes it's hard to recall. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. To all right, Jake, what is the though. lowest value thing you've ever done? I find it hard to That's the lowest value thing I've ever you've done. Never what, done okay, what do you think what do you think the criteria for low value is? I don't know. It's you know what? It's it's one of those ephemeral Cuz you can do something really evil and have a kind of a high value kind of evil, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my, like Bill Gates is not doing low value evil moves. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Gates Bill Gates is a high value evil man. I mean, he's he's by definition a high value man. Yeah, I would say. So what so okay, so what is the criteria? Is it like it's like poor like what's this criteria for low no value? no no no. it's not an economic thing it could be an economic not an economic thing. thing no i would if it is an economic thing i, I, I do sound jewish i or i i try <laughs> never to use my brakes i try never to use the brakes on my car because it wastes gasoline that is yeah that's i mean i that guess that's as, as a jew i would say i guess that's pragmatic I, I and actually probably my, so saves my, your brakes. I, I improve my gas efficiency on my car by like 1.4 gallons a mile. It's pretty do insane. Do you track Most it? Stop using brakes. Do you track this? I, yeah, I do track this. Oh, okay. I I keep spreadsheets. So you're a bit on <laughs> you're a bit on the spectrum. <laughs> no, shut up. I mean, no, no, I hope so. No, no, you're you're definitely got to be. You're have you seen? Have you seen, Have you actually watched any of the uh, what do you call it? What's the show called? Um. The fuck the Netflix show? You know what I'm talking about? Do I know about the Netflix show? The one with the autistic people that date? Oh, yeah, Love on the Spectrum. Yeah, yeah, I love. Yeah, that have show. you watched? It's kind of it's dude. It's tough. It's I thought I could watch it I for will... like some sort of. Oh, so it's you were hard. Able... It's what? hard to watch. Why were you unable to watch it? I don't. I dude. I thought I could watch it for ironic, but it's just I don't know. It's like the worst. It's one of those things so. where I, I watch it, I, I laugh, and I go, "I'm not supposed to laugh," but I laugh. Dude, no, I can't even laugh. It's just so. Like... Yeah, it's yeah. so like male grinding. I don't know how to put yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, you got story. anything low? You got any low value stories? Otherwise, we gotta let you go there, Jacob. All right, I, I think the lowest value thing is probably the fact that I don't use the brakes on my car. All right, that's that's something. Right. Anyways, thanks for calling, Jacob. Take care, buddy. All right, bye. Right. Doesn't use the brakes on his car. That's. Uh, this is low value, guys. This the whole brand is low value. The whole brand of the show is low value. It's what we do.
So what we do? All right, we got another caller. Thank you for everybody who's liked the stream and subscribed. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Uh, Matt. Yo, what's up, Matt? How you doing, man? What's up, man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Uh, you know, okay. So first of all, the thing I want to say is that dude Jacob is kind of an asshole. Just by the way he speaks. <laughs> yeah, he, he sounds. I'm pretty he, sure. Does, does he sounds he, like a douchebag. Does he not sound like? Imagine like a a movie, like a kids movie from the '90s that takes place at like a school, and then there's like yeah. the kind of like the nerdy rich kid. Yeah, he's that doesn't, kid that like doesn't thinks he's better than everyone else, and everyone actually secretly hates him, even his friends. <laughs> That probably just hurt him a little bit right there. He goes, I I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, uh, what's up, Matt? Well, you got you got a low value. I do, I do have a a low value tail. Now we're talking. So, at one point in my life, I was a delivery driver for a pizza place. I'm on Long Island, by the way. Okay. And um, my car died, and I was so broke and so shit out of luck from this fucking dead end job that my only option was a two hundred dollar former meter maid car from the town that i worked in and i actually lowballed him he wanted 300 <laughs> but i offered him 200 because that was all i had you got a car for 200 bucks i did and, and it was it a worked? fucking piece of shit with no radio the thing had probably never gone more than 45 miles an hour in its entire life and the transmission blew up probably about six months later what kind of car was it a 1991, no, 1999 Ford Escort. Oh, yeah. I have a couple friends who had that car back in the day. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah. It's, a, it's a piece of shit. I mean, it was a good car for, you know, doing car things until it wasn't and the transmission blew up. Yeah, yeah, that's $200, though. What year was this? You got to yeah. pay for $200. Bucks. Um, probably 2010, 2011. Yeah, that's not bad. But it was, and you were able to just drive this car for yeah, six months? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty cool. My friend, this is actually reminds me of a very low value thing. So my friend uh, Reed, he's a, he used to be a mechanic, and he bought this. Like he had a fuck. It was like some Chrysler piece of shit, and he was an, you know the are you a hockey fan at all? He was an Ottawa Senators fan, and he spray painted the hood of his car the Ottawa Senators like, logo, <laughs> super like crudely. This would have been like two thousand two, and he would just. But we were in the Toronto area, and he would just get pulled over like and he had he cut himself like a mullet and he was getting pulled over like all the time why because the cops were all leaf fans yeah and they just hated. and it was like so like the thing was just like a real beater like it, it, it barely looked roadworthy but it was because he was a mechanic so that reminds me of my first car which was a 1999 buick park avenue which i don't know if you know but it's like a big fucking boat car. Yeah, those are like when they used to make those just massive tanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it was a tank. I actually purposefully ran over stop signs a couple of times, and it didn't even hurt the thing. <clears throat> but that's a different story. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you I, know, this reminds me of another low-value thing that Re- Reed used to do a lot of stuff that got me in trouble. or potentially. Wow, the name of this podcast is just really fitting, huh? I know, I know. But he, we used to drive around sometimes. This is when we were in high school. It's just like you look back and you go like, this is so stupid. And, of course. And then, so he, like, I don't know, one night he just decided that, I probably shouldn't dox him like this, but whatever, he's not going to care, this is 20 years ago. And then we would drive around, and he would stick his leg out the side of the fucking car, and he was kicking uh, driver's side, or mirrors off <laughs> as we were driving. 
He was kicking, and then he went to go do one, and like he did one, and like you know, because some of the cars are like plastic, and they just like literally just right. come off like butter. And then he hit like the car you're talking about, and it was just like steel, and it did it. We're driving, and probably like, and it broke his leg. <laughs> no, but it fucked up his hip so badly because we're going 25 miles an hour. He right. goes to kick this thing, and it does not give an inch. <laughs> Well, I can't say he didn't get what he deserved. No, no, no. He told, and that was I. I'm certain that was the last time that ever happened. Well, that car, um, before you know, I was 19 at the time, 18 at the time, and I completely mistreated. I had no idea how to take every car, and eventually, I, I don't know. I just forgot to do maintenance, and it blew up one day. But before that, I decided to do a racing stripe on it. Oh yeah, and I and I I spray painted. The vast majority of the car matte black, and I taped out a line right down the the middle, so that the line was still the factory car color, and the rest of it was like matte black. It was a fucking piece of shit. Oh, and I God. also like let my friends like draw all over the inside of it and shit. Oh, it was great. It was, it yeah, was good I mean, memories, yeah, but... you know what? It's fun shit that you do, and then whatever. If it's a fucking beater car. Just do what you do. I mean, if you're young enough, it's actually funny because no girl's like, oh, I'm not going to fuck the guy who has that car. Right. They, they think it's funny, too. They're all just like, who cares? Right. Yeah. No, no. It was it was, it was was fun at the time. Yeah, but yeah. looking back, I was like, wow, that was actually a really nice car that I just completely destroyed. But, but I will say, in terms of low value and uh, buying that car for $200, it probably was like the, the fact that you were able to work your job for another six months. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at that at that point in my life, I think I had maybe like five different cars over the course of like six years so that uh, another low value thing i guess maybe (laughs) is i had at one point again this is just in my menagerie of cars that i've had over the course of my life i had a 1991 saab 900 oh sticks stick shift convertible that's a nice car or was it it was Yes, (laughs) it was a nice car until it started to leak three different kinds of fluid at the same time that's not good. But and that's probably a mad con- expensive car to fix, huh? Yes, yes. But before it could actually die, I was at a stoplight and some lady rear-ended me. And I was talking to the insurance companies. And keep in mind, I bought this car for $1,300. The lady that I talked to from the lady who rear-ended me, their insurance, they were like, oh, you have this car, this car. And I tell them, like, well, it doesn't have that feature. And she's like, yes, it does. And I'm like, okay, it does. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm not going to And they ended up cutting me a check for $1,600. There you go. So I basically got paid $300 to drive that car for six months because I never put any money into it aside from gas. Dude, can't go wrong there. And then I just turned around and bought another car. They don't make Saabs anymore, do they? Those are over, right? No, no. Saab Saab got bought out by GM and then GM killed it. Yeah. They still make like military jets and shit. but. But no, uh, no cars. Yeah, they were cool looking. They were like those weird unique. They were like a unique looking car. But yeah, yeah, they were. They were also really um, poorly engineered. Yeah. I, I mean, like interesting, but very, very poorly engineered. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like most uh, cars that are front wheel drive, the engine goes left to right in front of you in terms of like the pistons. Yeah. Um, and rear wheel cars, they go you know straight in a line. So um, what Saab, in their infinite wisdom, decided to do is they made a front-wheel drive car with a rear-wheel drive engine layout. So the <laughs> engine is front to back, yeah, but it's front-wheel drive. And also the engine is turned completely around so that the belts of the motor are facing the firewall between 
the passenger cabin and the engine bay. Yeah, it's completely, like... absolutely retarded. If you want to change the belts, you practically have to pull the motor out. Yeah, that sounds like a bad idea. You sound like you know a lot about cars, though. I I know a decent amount. Yeah. Um. Interesting. All right. Well, cool, Matt. I appreciate you calling. In. That was a great story. Yeah, man. Thanks, I'll see dude. you at uh. I'll see you at West Nyack. Oh yeah, you're coming to West Nyack. Hell yeah, come say hi. Hell yeah, hell yeah, dude. Okay, later, dude. All right, later, man. Bye. Very high value, low value, man. I'm not sponsored by Rock Auto, but I know there are commercials. It is weird, though, when I go do gas digital podcasts and then they're, they're sponsored by Rock Auto. And I go, I thought Rock Auto was like a reputable company, but then they sponsor these fucking lunatics. So maybe we will be sponsored by Rock Auto. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hi, this is uh, David. David, how are um, you doing, pal? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, been watching the show for a while. It's a pretty good show. Pretty low value. Thanks, oh. thanks, thanks. That's what we're going for, man. We're if, yeah. if I've been brought some opportunities for some high value production value, and I said absolutely not. Good choice. I wouldn't do it. Um, I would never do it. So what's up, David? But the lowest value thing I think I've ever done was uh, I was in college and I get my girlfriend, and I, I was generally pretty cheap on dates, but I got did myself with this one. Uh, she said that she had a coupon for uh, I think it was Applebee's. Um, so for Valentine's Day, we went to Applebee's uh, and used her coupon and uh, made sure she paid for the dinner that night. So, yeah. <laughs> she provided the Valentine's coupon Day. on yeah. Valentine's Day, her coupon at Applebee's, and you still insisted she pay? Yep. Yeah. She paid, yeah. That's pretty good. How did that conversation shake out? Like, how old were you? Uh, how old were you? Uh, like, were you like... Let's see, I was... Uh, because this I is I 20 at the time. Okay. Because the if you say you were like 30, that would be like low value Hall of Fame right there. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> that would be like, a, you'd be a Hall of Famer. I'd be talking to Barry Sanders right now or something. But uh, yeah, if you're 20, that's, I guess, a little more understand, uh, understandable. But that is funny. <laughs> like, do you think she was like, hey, I got the coupon. So now you, like, I saved us all this money. So. You, 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 or were you like? Were you just like totally flat broke, and you're just like? There was no I was dinner? like, I paid for some other dates here, you know. So Valentine's Day, I mean, you know. <laughs> Damn, dude. Yeah, like that's the one where you go like, even because every guy, I'm sure most, not every guy, I don't want to speak for every guy, most guys when they're in a relationship, keep some sort of loose running tally of yeah. you know what's go who like how many I got. Because you definitely never want to be like, hey, she's paying for two-thirds of the meals. Like You, you definitely want to be on the, yeah. the right and side that's of not, 50%. That's not a winning strategy. No, you definitely want to be on the right side of 50% here. So you always like mentally in the back of your head, even if it's not on a piece of paper, you kind of know where you're sitting. So even yeah. in that scenario, we go, look, I'm, I paid for I'm – I'm sitting at 75% of all meals paid for. <laughs> it's Valentine's yeah. Day at Applebee's. You got to be like, you know what? This is. I'm gonna let this one tilt the scales even further and just <laughs> do it. Yeah. Uh, but that's a good one. All yeah. right. Well, yeah. That's that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. You have any other ones? Uh, oh, is, that, is that it? I mean, that's a good one. That'll be a hard to hard one to. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, think what, whatever happened? Are, uh, good ones. Are I think it'll be a step down, or it's actually it'd be a step up from there. What, so, uh, whatever uh, happened to that relationship? Uh. You're not married. Well, I, I no, I'm not. Okay. I I, uh, I graduated, and she's still in college for like another year. So I broke up with her. Oh, okay, just how it goes. I, I went to college in like a really small town in rural Oregon. Okay. So 
I was like, let's just not work here. So, uh, yeah. And I don't do the long distance stuff. So, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, yeah long distance blows. Um, all right, cool. Thanks for calling, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right. all right. That is the low value shit I'm talking about right there. Taking your girlfriend out to Applebee's for Valentine's Day and making her pay. The women at Female Dating Strategy are fucking rolling in their graves right now hearing that shit. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Doing well. This is, this is Danny. Yes, this is Danny. Who am I speaking with? Uh, this is Danny. <laughs> oh, what's up, Danny? Also, Danny. How you doing, pal? Uh, two Danny's. Uh, uh, long time viewer. Really enjoy the show. Uh, okay. Um, um, what's the what, What's the lowest value thing you've ever done, Danny? Uh, I was thinking about it, and then I went to a festival once, and I was with with a girl, and we we put up separate tents, and we weren't planning on doing anything, and um. Have you ever been to like a uh, uh, festival on the East Coast at all? Have I ever been to a festival on the East Coast? Uh, no. I mean, I've been to a festival. Yeah, I've like a music festival. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I went to this one music festival in Toronto a few years ago. Something Neil Young played there. It's pretty sweet. They're quite a bit different than the ones on the on the left on the West Coast. Oh, okay. Uh, it's. Uh, I went to both, went, went to a bunch of different ones, but it's, um, I would say the worst thing that happened was <clears throat> we settled. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> we, this is James, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, James. <laughs> <laughs> James, this is a very, James, this is an extremely low value prank call. <laughs> Well, that's what I was going for. I know. Um, but this actually <laughs> did happen. Uh, we'll go with the story since that's right. true. I was like, um, this is the worst Irish accent. I can usually do it, but for some reason when I was on the spot, it just kept turning into an English dude, accent. Dude, honestly, kept it, just accents, fucking up. Dude, accents are hard because they're, they're easy to do, but then if you really are like, oh, I have to do this all the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I could do it on yeah, stage for a whole thing. Yeah, it's tough. Maybe pop very, in and Very out. low value, James. I appreciate you, man. I'll just continue as Johnny Depp. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Took a poopy. Took right. a grumpy. All right. What's, um, what's the, what's the uh, it sounded Canadian? So, no. <laughs> sounded <laughs> Canadian. Uh, no, no. Um, no, no, no. Um, that's Ryan. I wouldn't be able to spell anything. No. Um, now, yeah, we went to a festival, put up separate tents, went around. There was like different stages and stuff. You walk from stage to stage. It's cool. Um, when we were just, uh, I think she took some Molly. I'd never done that, and I didn't really want to. I did acid, and that was my thing. Yeah. And it was uh, so much better. I mean, it's like, for me, it makes everything great, where everybody kind of has their thing, mushrooms or, yeah. or uh, acid or whatever. And uh, it was nice, because at those things, like on the East Coast, you can walk around and just find people to good shit and yeah, where on the yeah. west coast is like you didn't know who would scam you and who wouldn't sure uh, it was tough in that way but so getting on to nighttime um i got separated with her on in between stages because we were both really fucked up and it was just basically led lights everywhere at that point so it's you're just tripping through the woods and then um 
uh, met, ran into another girl, was talking to her, was at this thing, and then we ended up, like, I forgot that it was a different girl. Okay. <laughs> I was so fucked up yeah. that I forgot it was not the girl that I had originally hung out with. And we went back to, she just must have been following me all the way back to the camp. Nobody else was there. We had the fire gun, but like I ended up having sex in with that girl in the other girl's tent. And thinking (laughs) that she was a different girl. No, I thought it was the girl. And I didn't, yeah, I didn't find out it was totally different that there were two girls until that one opened up the tent and found us both in there sleeping. <laughs> and this right. was probably like, I don't know, three in the morning. She had coming down from the trip, came back and just found us in her tent. So okay. yeah, I felt like a pretty I don't know if shitty I, dude yeah, at that point. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet you did. Yeah. I actually can't, I, I, uh, I can't remember if I told the story on the, on here, but that festival that I was talking about that I went to, it was like 2015. Can't remember what it was called, but it was in Barrie, Ontario, and they 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 don't do it anymore. There's a couple of like Neil Young headline, and my, I convinced my friend who to who had like totally straight edge. All the our friends like joke about it because he was like totally straight edge, and then like I made him do acid, and he like lived started living like a van and stuff. And he, he says it was like the best thing that ever happened <laughs> to him. But he was like working at a bank, and then I like got him to do acid. But then that night, I I we did acid during the day, and then it wore off at like you know. 10 p.m. and then in my I hadn't done it in a while and then in my mind I was like you know what I'm done it. I, I'm gonna like we're gonna go back to the campsite to get some more because there was like you know whole rest of the night going on and then I went right. and I grabbed one tab of acid and as I, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking but I grabbed one tab and then in my mind I go like no you need two more because you've already <laughs> taken one so one's oh, not gonna shit. do anything you need to take two more and I took two more and holy shit, I've never been <laughs> so high in my life where I was in this tent and it was like pulsing. And then I was like, oh man, I'm going to be like the guy who has to like go to like the medical tent. You know, yeah. I'm like too high on ass. And I was like, I've done it so many times. I was like, God damn it. This is so embarrassing. And I was like, just fight through it. Just like power through it. And I was so fucked up. And then the sun started coming up and I still haven't fallen asleep. And it was like so hot got insanely hot it was like one of those things where it's cold but you're in the middle of a field so then it gets boiling hot all of a sudden like you're just roasting in this tent and then i couldn't fall asleep and i stayed up to like i think like 2 p.m at that point and then we went to watch run the jewels in this like field and i fell asleep during run the jewels it was it was (laughs) insane it was a lot i know when these people were when these people were doing like multi you know, multiple hits. It went like lots of them. I mean, yeah. and then they were like, I mean, it was really, whatever. it was really, this shit was like the strongest shit ever. Cause, and I hadn't done it in so long. So I had no tolerance to it. And I just got, yeah. Got and that's it. why I like, whenever we went to these things, you know, it's not like we did acid all year long. It's usually like once or twice a year you pick. I had a summer when I was in college where we just did it every weekend. And then by the end of it, I was doing like 10 tabs at once just to, Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that cuts into the wallet after a while. Huh? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Oh yeah. It was like, we, we say, were just like this is pointless. I think we got it. Was one of those things where like we just got it from somebody like a whole sheet, so we had tons of it. And then it was yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Have like, you ever been to a festival with like a sanctuary tent? They call it. Uh, it's, uh, I don't think so. Although I, I've been to enough recently where you go to like a Grateful Dead concert, or, like some jam band, and there's yeah. like, all the people in recovery. And at yeah. set breaks, they go all meet. 
Like all the recovery people go to like meet to kind of just console one another because it must be like yeah. the temptation is absurd. <laughs> well, you know, some of those you just they take so much, and then certain things will just make them, you know, yeah. trigger certain. Oh, things, dude, and then they I can just know. go into this nice, comfy if, place. With- if I decide one day, I go, you know what, I'm done with drugs and alcohol and everything i'm like it's ruining my life i'm not going to a grateful dead concert like that's over <laughs> like they all ended once yeah you know, uh, with the festival i went to was all like newer edm bands i would i would recommend that there's yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah, a lot yeah. of energy in that oh, yeah, that's just up fun. and coming music is really cool yeah yeah that's it's fun. a little scarier because you never really know yeah. what's gonna happen like one night dude stripped naked ran onto the stage and then the security guards were like uh, subcontracted out of a out of a city that's like three hours away from here, so they're like used to like you know crazy shit. So they just like jumped up there, grabbed him, and slammed him on the ground, and oh, ended no, up breaking yeah. his arm. Oh. But like, I mean, he was just flipping out, going crazy on like whatever Molly drugs he had taken. He was probably having the funnest yeah. time, and then instantly you're like having the not. And this time. huge security guard just slammed him, and he didn't know what was going on. Everybody else was like, he was naked, and you broke his arm? I don't... Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> like, that's where the sanctuary tents come in. They come over with the blankets, so like, it's gonna be okay. And the orange slices <laughs> and all that shit. Um, anyways, alright, cool, James. Thanks for calling in. I hey, have a good night, man. Lo- the lowest of the value prank calls. Appreciate you, James. Uh, Pete, do I drink? I do drink. I do drink. Uh, I drink all sorts of things. Um, okay, this might be a low-value call. Hello? Thanks for calling low-value mail. Hey, it's Wallaby. What's up, Wallaby? How you doing, pal? Hey, um, I'm doing pretty good. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I'm glad to hear. Funny funny show tonight. Yes. Uh, getting yeah. some real low-value moments. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's how, it's how we do it. We just we go low-value, balls to the wall. <laughs> Low value. Uh, I think I can top it, though. Let's hear it. Can, dude, let's hear it. I think it. I can top I mean, you, the you lowest li- value. You lived a pretty interesting life, right? You were living in Korea? <laughs> yeah, for a little bit when I was in the Army. Yeah. What did you do in the Army? I was like... a chem bio uh, specialist was my, like, tech school. But, like, my longest assignment while I was in is, was I was a unit armorer, so I basically just fixed guns, and my office was in a vault. Oh, okay. That sounds kind of cool. But, I mean, the chemical stuff's pretty easy. Like, if you can wash your hands and, like, you know how to put on a face respirator and, like, a heavy coat, then, like, you can go to chemical school. Like, they, there's guys in chemical school that don't speak English that pass chemical school. Like, it's really... What do you learn in chemical really, school? Just, like the equipment and like the procedures for uh you know different kinds of like chemical biological stuff and how to use the equipment for it and like how to respond at a unit level for an attack because like if you're a chemical guy and you're in a unit that's not in a chemical unit then like they'll be looking to you to be the subject matter expert on what the unit should do you know what i mean yeah kind of a thing all right but uh but i was in when i was in korea i was in a chemical unit and so, yeah, I, I, I did decontamination for a while. And I did reconnaissance for a while. Um, and then I did, I was a unit armor and I drove sergeant major for like three months and then I got out. Okay. So what's, what's your low value story there? I, I didn't make her. What? She really wanted it. <laughs> okay. I didn't make her do it. She really wanted it. And I said, if you want it, 
then you can go buy yourself one. Okay. And it was my ex-wife. It was my ex-wife, and it was her wedding band. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. So she really obviously wanted a wedding band. Because I said I don't believe in any of that shit, and I don't want one. But if you want one, you can go buy it. And I drove her to the pawn shop, and she bought one. That's nice of you. Yeah, I drove her to the pawn shop. You know, I'm a nice guy. Yeah. Um, that is nice. And did you pay for it, or she had to pay for it? Nope, she paid for it. That's nice. But you yeah. got you got her there. I drove to the pawn shop. Yeah, that's hey, that's, that's a Daddy, tough one. How, how old were you? It was like eight years ago. Oh, okay, so not that. yeah, late twenties. Hey, um, I had a weird moment today that I wanted to share with you because it because it's a positive thing <laughs> in my life. Bear Claw also... says winner. You won. I won. <laughs> We're not giving it. There's, no, there's nothing to win this week other than just status. Yes. Low value. I was status. thinking about calling in and being like the lowest value thing that ever happened to me was I won two hundred dollars on this podcast <laughs> where I complained about how much my life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you know what? You were the you were the the clear winner though. We're not clear winner. James had it. I'm just glad Brian didn't win. If people don't know last week, there was some funny business going on there in the voting. Oh, yeah. It seems like he was, uh, yeah, like you said, some funny business. So I, today I went to see a bankruptcy attorney. Yeah. Because I was like, I'm, I, fuck, I might have to do this to get rid of some shit. And uh, when I left the office, I didn't file for bankruptcy yet. But when I left, I had a job at a restaurant and the lawyer's going to rent me an apartment. Okay. This is, sorry, say this again. I went to a bank. I know it's weird. I went to a bankruptcy attorney to file for bankruptcy. And when I left his office, I had a job at his cousin's restaurant and an apartment. That's a high value bankruptcy attorney right there. He's probably like, I mean, that seems like he was just trying to be nice. He's almost like, hey, I agree. I, he's like, he's like, you don't even have to do this. I can just uh, sort you out. Well, I agree, and it's kind of funny because I thought about it. it's like, man, is is finding a job like finding a girlfriend? Like when you're not looking for a girlfriend, like then you'll get one. Sometimes, kind of yeah. Like, I, I, think... I wasn't like I was looking for a job and I couldn't find one, and then today I wasn't looking for a job and I got one. Well, like, he probably also knows. He goes like he understands the consequences of filing for bankruptcy and then he's probably like you know what this is this could be easily averted if you just take this job and then you know sure yeah so you found a well, is, sorry when was this that you went to the bankruptcy attorney today oh today oh so then you you found you've remedied your whole living situation yes you can yeah, almost say that this two hundred dollars you won last week kind of set and set into place some sort of the universe kind of yeah it, it was it was have. the first domino your podcast might be responsible for my life getting back together. Dude, if that is the case, then I can no longer it, call this podcast low value. So so I'm I have We will still call it low value with right. a wink. Kinda like kinda like primussucks.com. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, can I share one more story? Because yes, you were talking do. about acid earlier and I have a wonderful acid story. Okay. From the very first time that I did acid. Okay. Uh, I was in Chicago with my ex-wife, and it was before we got married. Yeah. Um, and a friend of mine that's really into the band Fish yeah. talked us into going to Chicago to a concert that was all weekend, and he made it sound like 
there were going to be other bands there. No, you just go see Fish. Yeah, it's just Fish three nights in a row. I've done that. Um, <laughs> I've literally done. So it. we did. We did it too. And the second night there, like we all took some acid. But you then... know what? It is other bands though, because what happens is that <laughs> the fish ends, and then there's all these like, like uh, satellite kind of bands that are like fish adjacent, and then they oh. play shows after the fish concert ends, and so everybody just like leaves the fish concert or whatever. They oh, well, I dance, never stayed they longer than bands. two hours. Every single night, I never stay longer than two hours. Oh, you can do. Like, okay, you've had you seen it. Yeah, well, but but I had no knowledge. Like the only knowledge I had of fish before I went was the song "Stash." Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, and then it was like fish overload. I was just like, holy shit, bro! Like, no, I get it, but it's like I'm not this big of a fan. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, if you're not super into them, yeah, if you're not super into them, that's a lot. And I didn't have enough money for like the drugs I wanted to do because yeah. I spent all the money on the tickets. Yeah. And like, yeah. So like we ran out of weed the second day, but anyway, so the second day on Saturday, my ex-wife and I, we take acid and then like, we start to realize that there's a lot of people there on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And so we leave and right about the time we're leaving, like it starts kicking in and you've been to Chicago, right? Like you yeah. walk the shore. Yeah. Yeah. My brother used to live there. So it's kicking in. Like as we're walking the shore, like right at sunset, you know what I mean? And it's just like total fucking vibes on that. And then like we turn up to walk down the street because we're going to go through Millennium Park to get back to the red roof that's on Michigan. Okay. If any of this makes sense. Not really. Um, I don't know that Okay. Uh, well, so you, we, we walk up to the street and there's like just this like column of stoplights like down the street with like a bunch of traces on them that are messing us up. But this was the really magical part is once we cross the street we're about a block away from the park and I hear string music and I keep, I like uh, walk in the direction of the music, which is in millennium park. And there's an orchestra playing in the park. And so it really, it really seemed like that I was on acid and I created an orchestra. Yeah, because like I used to play orchestra music for like a really long time, like when I was in school and stuff. Like I'm an upright bass player. That's yeah. what I did for a long time. And so like it really felt like for a moment that I created an orchestra with my acid trip, and it was just a really, I guess maybe yeah, the I, story wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be when I told it. Yeah. But. Well, if, if yeah, you have the whole point is you also have like that memory of being on acid in the the pleasure yeah but it's just like you know you're being far away and you hear like a little violin you're like what's that and you just keep kind of walking that direction you're like what yeah there's a couple cellos in there too it's like well that sounds like a whole orchestra and you just keep walking a couple more blocks there's there's like two thousand people sitting in the park watching this orchestra yeah that's pretty badass and we just we just stumbled upon it while we were rolling i mean i'll never i'll never tell anybody again to do acid because my friend went off the deep end a bit, but... Uh, oh, that sucks, man. It's great. No, it doesn't really suck. It's like, we joke about it. He didn't really go off the... Like, if you ask him, he goes, it's the best thing that ever happened to me. He's like, I read books now and stuff. So it's just, you know, <laughs> it depends. Anyways, all right, Wallaby. Thanks for calling in, buddy. I appreciate it. Nice talking to you. Hey, and congrats. Later, congrats on all that shit. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah. I appreciate you. Awesome. All right, that was Wallaby. Uh, shout out to Lord Pepsi for the super chat. Shalom, Vancouver is the nice version of LA. Uh, enter username. You're going to shit here but my brother used to live there too uh and stut joe's fairies baloney factory beach from a girl in a neck brace low value she had the neck brace 
I'd be interested to hear about that if you want to call in. By the way, we also I have set up a Discord channel, so if you need to, if you're overseas and you need to call in, we can manage that via the Discord channel. A Hello, Discord thanks for calling. Low value mail. Yeah, yeah you got to turn down your your speakers. What's up, Danny? Yo, what's up? How you doing? No, not too much. This is uh, Zach here from uh, London, Ontario, Canada. You ever been? I have been many times. Home of the London Knights. There was a uh, there was a comedy. Nice. Cl- yeah, there was a comedy club that was open for like I can't remember what it was called. I want to say in like 2011, this comedy club opened there for like six months in right in downtown London, and we would go like all the time, and then it just like closed. Um, ah shit! Yeah, but I like London. that was before but, I moved here. There's yeah. no comedy here now. There's a yuck yucks, but you know it's yeah, it, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, exactly. There's yuck yucks, but yeah, it's it's all right. London's fine. Um, so what's up, buddy? How's it going? Man? Oh, I just got maybe a couple a uh, couple low value stories for you here. All right. Um, so uh, um, about uh, about 2018 or so, I think it was around the end of 2018, maybe beginning of 2019, right before the whole you know the coronavirus and all that. Yeah. Um, Went with my girlfriend on a uh, on a cruise, uh, Caribbean cruise. You know, you stop at a you know a bunch of different islands and you get off for the day, and people try to sell you shit, and you know it's 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 okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so so we get like three four days into this cruise, and of course you know we're drinking every day and eating shitty cruise ship food and eating shitty food on islands, and you know my 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 gut starts to like maybe not feel so good. So I'm I'm hanging out in the room for the most part, and my girlfriend's like out you know getting sun and having drinks and whatever else. And, uh, I, I, long story short, I had to take a huge dump, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so I like took a huge dump and, uh, I go to flush and like, it's not like fucking flushing. Oh, at yeah. all. Sorry, this like, is on the like, cruise? Like not even a little bit. This is on the cruise? Yeah, on the cruise, man. Oh, like no. it's like the toilet's like totally clogged. So I, and there's no plunger, no fucking toilet brush. Like I didn't know what to do. Right. So I go to like find a maid or something. Right. And all the maids on this cruise ship, they all they all speak Spanish. Like they're all from like the Hispanic Caribbean and stuff like that. They don't speak English. I don't speak Spanish. I know like six words of Spanish, right? Okay. And one of the words one of the words I know is uh, mira. It means look, right? So I, I grab the maid. I'm like, here, come here, come here. I, I motion her over, and uh, I point to the toilet, which is full of you know shit and toilet paper, right? And uh, I'm like, mira, mira. And then I I, I go to flush the toilet, and it, and it just flushed like perfectly normally. Oh, so it just worked, you know? And she's like, "What are yeah, you, just what are you showing me? You're just showing yeah, yeah. me that." Yeah, so I can... this maid thought I just like brought her into the room to like show me, show, show. <laughs> yeah, you know she how to flush a like, toilet. Her, like, yeah, like flushing like a giant dump down the toilet. <laughs> so I didn't. Yeah, Man, and I, that look on her you know, face like a, must have been priceless. But they probably deal with so much nonsense. I'm sure they do, but you know, like I felt, I felt bad. Like I couldn't explain myself. So then I just like gave her money. Right, like I just like gave her like a tip, like I just gave her like whatever like money I had on me because I didn't know what else to do. <laughs> so right? then, yeah, so, so, so now, she thought, yeah, <laughs> yeah, funny. yeah. So she must have thought like she was like, like I don't know if she thought like it was like a sexual thing or something. Like this guy brought me into the room and like flushed a dump down the toilet and then gave me money. <laughs> yeah, you know? like that's so what you go. I, thanks I for, that for you her. go. Thanks for watching this. Here's five bucks. Appreciate it. Pardon? Like you're like, hey, thanks for watching me flush this dump. I got what I oh, needed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a fiver. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. You know, don't spend it all in one place. <laughs> that's that's pretty, that is pretty funny, actually. Um, yeah. um, I got I got maybe another low value story for you. Yeah. Um, uh, well, it's not really a story. It's it's more just like a like a 
a thing that happened. Okay. So if 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 I'm like 27 years old and I and I bore, and at the time I was like broke and I couldn't pay my rent, but my girlfriend paid that half of like paid her half of the rent and I was broke, but like I borrowed money from her to buy weed. Okay. But like I didn't but like I didn't pay the rent, but like I hadn't <laughs> paid the rent yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we weren't together like a lot, like a lot longer. Yeah, that. I imagine that would be a kind of rift in the relationship. I feel that story has been told many times before, though. A version of that one where the guy's like a little uh, young fair. and irresponsible. There was, uh, yeah, there was actually when we were, I was just uh, on a trip in, uh, we were in Italy and we took this boat and then a bunch of people started puking. Like this kid started throwing up in the bat. It's like a li- just a little, like not a big boat. It's like a tiny, like 10 person kind of like charter boat thing. And this kid started throwing up, puking in the bathroom, like the whole, like instantly. And then they drove, they go, okay, we're going to go for a swim right here. And they literally evacuated the toilet, like the toilet as they were like l- putting the anchor down. So then they were like, we were just wanting, they were essentially wanting us to swim in the vomit. It was like this crystal clear blue water. I just reminded me of it. Crystal clear blue water. And then just this giant brown cloud. And (laughs) I guess they just figured like nobody would see it. And I like saw it. And I was like, this is disgusting. Like you couldn't have waited until we're off the fucking boat. It was nasty as shit. Um, But anyways, cool. Thanks for calling. That was, that was, that was a really funny story actually. Uh, hey, yeah, uh, thanks, thanks, thanks for having, thanks for having me. I've got, I've got one more bodily function on vacation one, but yeah, I mean, no, you know what? Let's hear it. Why not? No, 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 let's hear it. Let's hear it. Well, well while we're talking about, it, right? while like we're that. talking about puking in the water and showing the maid our, our, our dumps and all that kind of <laughs> yeah. stuff, right? So yeah, I was in Cuba. Same thing. About halfway through the week, you know how it is. You go to you go to the Caribbean about halfway through the week. You, yeah, you, you get sick. It yeah, 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 you get the sun. The sun's beating <laughs> you down. All that. Yeah, stuff, exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to, you know, maybe take it easy. I'm, I'm out on one of those like little pedal boat things that you can rent from the, from the resort, right? It's like free and you'd like pedal it like a bicycle and yep. you fucking take it out in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, what I would do is, uh, it was kind of cool. Like every day at uh, breakfast, they had like a buffet, right? And they got bread and bananas and shit like that. And somebody told me, they're like, oh, if you take uh, bread and fucking bananas and throw them in the, in the sea, like a bunch of tropical fish will come and like eat the bread and bananas. Right. So I was like, oh, that's cool. So I was, I was like you know, throwing all these like bread and bananas to these fish. Right. And uh, all of a sudden I get like this fucking rumble in my, in my gut. Right. And I'm like, Oh, and I start pedaling back to shore, like really frank, frantically. And then I realize like, I'm not going to make it. Right. So I actually turn around and start pedaling out the other way, you know <laughs> what I mean? To like get as far away from like people as possible. Yeah. Right. So I like hung my ass over the side of the boat and just fucking, you know, d- destroyed <laughs> the surrounding waters. But then the the fuck the fucked up part, man, is when I looked in the water. There's all these fucking tropical fish. It yeah, fucking attracted them. The same as the fucking bread and bananas. I guess it's food to them. Yeah, I guess they'll eat anything. All right, that I I don't want to bomb out. Right, that, that, that was that was a that, low eh? point for this podcast. <laughs> I, I was I was trying to I was trying to you know I think it's hilarious. the lowest value thing you've yeah, ever yeah, done. Yeah, no, so that was to, this was a, we've reached a low point, but. Reaching a low point means there's only one way to go from here, which is up. I appreciate you calling, man. That was uh, that was funny shit. Thanks for having me, Danny. All right, right, bye. All right, that was. (laughs) I've never actually taken an aqua dump in my life. I've I've heard of people taking them, although that technically wasn't an aqua dump because he didn't. I think you got to be under the water, right? This is a lot of poo. (laughs) Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. 
Hey there, Danny. Do we show about pet care, but everybody's calling about <laughs> racism? I don't understand. See, if people don't watch the streams or the Patreon, they don't know what you're talking about. This is, this is a pre-taped stream right now. Pre-taped stream. I should try that one time just to see if I could, if I could like be a, a really like art piece or whatever where I, I try and sync it up. Do you ever have one of those friends when you were younger who their voicemail would be like a fake answering? You know, so be like, hello. That was just the hip thing. Remember that? Remember that? And you'd be like, hello. And you're like, hey, how's it? and then you not realize that you're yeah, the sketch. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, how's it going? Everyone thought they were a comedian in the early 2000s. Everybody, everybody is a comedian, just to varying degrees of scale. at heart, truly. Absolutely. Um, what's up, Danny? I got a little value what's your, what's your story name? What's, for you. What's your name? This is James from yeah. Alabama. James from Alabama. How you doing? Mm-hmm. All right, let's yeah, hear. my my low value story is 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 slightly higher low value, but I'm not sure. Okay, so you're not going to set a new low like the last caller. I'm not going to I like I really don't think I can bust a low and and you know soiling yourself on a on a cruise line. Yeah, but this is this is low low for me. Okay, uh, when I was in college, I would invite girls over to. Uh, I lived in a trailer off co- off campus, but it was the it was the cool thing for people living in Alabama. I would invite girls back to, to my place where I would have all these expensive bottles of liquor that I had filled up with all the cheap stuff I kept in my <laughs> closet. <laughs> and sadly, I used... The, I, I, well, this is when I was like 22. The girls don't know what fucking expensive liquor is. No, they knew what Grey Goose was. They knew what Grey Goose was. Yeah, that is true. They, <laughs> they do know what Grey Goose is. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I was like, I, well, I brag about it. I was like, this is Grey Goose, you know, 400 or whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. But yeah, they were like, amount. oh shit, this guy's yeah. a baller. Yeah, I think it only actually worked maybe once. Maybe. Yeah. And by work, yeah. you mean like you had sex with a girl because of it? Oh, yeah. Nice. Def- definitely that. She's probably telling that story like she got me tooed, where she's like, I thought I was drinking Grey Goose. I was yeah, drinking this like, nasty ass potato vodka. And I could tell it was absolute. He lied to me. Yeah, not even absolute. Was it absolute at least? It was, it was definitely absolute. That's fine. I had a, well, I had a line you on absolute. You could get way could worse get, than like, that. I could get those liter handles of absolute for, for dirt cheap in Alabama, and that meant something. Why? <laughs> I just knew someone who was losing out the back of a truck. Oh, okay. They're just stealing absolute. That's cool. <laughs> I, can't, I can't confirm whether it was officially stolen or misplaced. All right. I like how you say losing out of the back. It was, I've always heard the term falling out of the back of the truck. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. Um, oh, well, that's my low-value submission. Your, all right. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you for calling. Have a great night. All right. Take care. That's that's not bad. It's can't It can't top the... Uh, I don't know what the lowest-value thing is so far. Maybe the pooping? Feels like it. Really does feel like the the defecating in the water and then the f- tropical fish eating it. Feels like it, doesn't it? All right. We're going to keep the show moving along. Oh, we got a caller. Chad Man himself. Chad, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How you doing, Daddy? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, buddy. I'm absolutely very good. Uh, I'm hearing, are someone saying that this guy told a Reddit story? Is that what's going on? Nameless Wallaby saying that this was a Reddit story? I don't know what's going on. Which story? The last one? I don't know. The guy with the fish from London? I don't know. Someone's saying that this was a Reddit story. I saw something posted about it, but I can't keep track of all this shit all at once. Reddit slash green text. All right, we're going to look. Oh. Shit, at least giant python tried to flush not working. Uh, take it to the... 
Oh, it's a similar question. Oh, no, someone had this is, yeah, R slash green tax. It says, B at Swedish ship cruise, haven't defecated in a week, shit at least three giant in the toilet, try to flush, not working, panic, try to flush again, doesn't flush. Look for cleaner lady. Swedish is really gr- gr- bad, so grab the hand cleaner, hand of cleaner, take her to the bedroom, bathroom, try to flush and say, Tita. Watch in English while push flush button. Shit goes quietly normally away. Maybe it happened twice. This is from three years ago. I don't know. Wow. Maybe. maybe. We'll have to yeah. find out. Um, anyways, how's it going, Chad? Yeah, man. I'm good, man. I'm good. I know normally I call and I feel like I don't participate in the topic enough. Yeah. You got something to contribute? Yeah, man. I got. I, I, have <laughs> I mean, you're right about the law locked in the trunk was a good one. Yeah, I know. That's not necessary. I don't feel like that's low value. That no, that wasn't low value, be... but I'm saying in terms of participating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, what, what's your low value story there, Chad? This is my story, man. So one night, I remember I was just, you know, smoking somewhere. I was like in a park somewhere, like just smoking in my car. And I remember this dog came up. <laughs> And I remember, I don't know what compelled me to this day, because normally I don't, I don't even like, I won't touch anything. I'm, I, I wouldn't say like I'm a germaphobe, but I'm definitely like, you know, conscious of what I be touching. But yeah. this night, I did not care. Danny, I took this <laughs> dog from where it probably lived. This dog probably lived around there. I don't know. I don't, I, I have no idea. It just came up on, on the car and I just, I was chilling with the dog. I was petting it and then it was cool. And then I just led it to the back seat of my car and I just drove away with the dog. <laughs> and when, then what? Did it have a collar? It, it did, uh, did. Yeah, it did have a car. Oh yeah, it did have a so car. So you abducted a dog? I think I did, man. I don't know what. I think I was way too high. This is what <laughs> popped up. <laughs> That's so funny. And then what happened? I, and then, like, uh, so then, like, I, you know, I just went back to my side of town. But I didn't, like, I don't know. I didn't want to bring the dog in, in my spot. Yeah. So I was, like, just kind of outside in the car with the dog. <laughs> and then, like, and then the dog seemed to, like, turn on me. I remember, like, I felt like it got a little aggressive. So I was, then I was like, well, fuck you then. Yeah, he just opened the door. Man, not well. We was already outside at that point, but we just started like, you know. After that point, I think we probably felt like we should both part ways. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, I don't know. I don't know if he ever made it back. He was very far from where I took him from. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's kind of sad. Hopefully, there was, uh, you know, I'm sure someone returned him to like SPCA or something. I'm sure if he had a collar, I'm sure he was found. You would hope that, and mind you, and mind you, this was very late. This was like two o'clock at night, uh, in the morning, I guess. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> who knows? Like, he could have, like, been wandered on into the woods or who knows, man. Yeah. I, the, the, the way you sounded, told the story at the beginning, because he didn't have a collar, it sounded like the story of how, like, man domesticated dogs, you know? Like, how they were, like, wolves, and then, like, they just kind of came up to people and then they kind of had this but then you're like no he's that was someone's dog right it was uh, no it wasn't <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what, yeah this nah, is, I, I says a very good chance he was microchipped he made it back for this story yeah 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 my nah, rover is he's back with his family oh you named him 
Yeah, well, I, you know what's crazy <laughs> is I feel like I did. <laughs> but look, I think my plan was to really take this dog and like keep it. Yeah. Because I do remember like I had something I was calling it. But what kind it, of dog was it? Do you know? I, I'm not that big on dogs, though. Okay. So I don't know what type of dog it was. It was like a, it wasn't a very big dog though. Okay. It was it was kind of furry. That's so, does not narrow anything down. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, down. Did it look? Does it look like the dog on the screen? Anything like that? Oh, uh, you know, finding you know when I be on the phone with you, I, I can't actually see. The oh, you're screen. on the phone, right, right, right? You're on the phone. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, so that's my story of low valueness, man. That's, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Well, I'm pretty sure the dog made it back. Generally, they do because people, yeah, people don't want random dogs, and people generally give a pretty good effort into finding their lost dogs. Yeah, you know, funny enough, it kind of does look like that dog. It kind of does. <laughs> that's crazy. Is that your? You said that's your dog. That's right? my dog. Yeah, man. I think his name's Connor. Could have been your dog, man. Or, been Connor. Or, yeah, man. And somehow got up to New York. Connor's from North Carolina, actually. Not that that's <laughs> near you, but that's nearer to you, I think. Danny, that's what they told you. Yeah, that is true. Well, that's where my girlfriend picked them picked them up from. So, yeah, well, um, but yeah, yeah. man. All right. Well, that's that's. I mean, it's no shitting in the ocean, Chad, but it's still not bad. Um. All right. Thanks for calling, everybody. All right, but thank you. Chad, everybody, uh, that's no dog. It's a rat. No, he's 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 a dog. He's a cute dog. Um, all right. Well, we got we've got some some wild stories. And again, call in if you haven't. You want to have a low valley story? Six four six seven ten zero nine four nine. You can also send an email. Low value mail questions at gmail dot com. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Hey, hey, this is uh, Kevin. I uh, talked to you like, a couple weeks ago. Oh, hey, how's it going? I think you're on. I don't know if you're like on a speakerphone or something, but you're very difficult to to hear. And we lost him. And we lost him. Um, all right, let's see if we got him back. Hello. Hey, hey sorry, y'all. Yeah, my stupid headphones. So, oh, it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, you sound much better. Yeah, um, I, I feel bad. I was trying to call, um, and if you want, I could call back on the Patreon because I don't want to get your channel flagged, but I have a, a weird thing that I think is low value, but I don't quite know. I don't know. I don't, think you, I don't know what you could do to get my channel flagged, but I'll, I'll let you... Uh... Uh, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, the, the Patreon... The thesis of the story, and I can the, go into more detail. Just no, it's it. fine because the Patreon doesn't matter because it's still on YouTube. Oh, okay. So it doesn't matter if it's on the the main one or the other one okay well um my low value story is basically um don't tell I me did, you created uh, the coronavirus are you the guy who leaked it, it from the lab in wuhan because <laughs> that is a, no. the lowest value move that's happened on earth in the last few years no i i do think i'm one of those people that uh i think i had it early okay because everyone and i work at a restaurant too this is totally different from what I called about, but legit what happened in October, uh, I live in Long Island and my entire work all got sick and it, it wouldn't go away. And like me and my boss had like very, ever rarely missed, missed work. And I just remember walking to a bodega once and like my fucking bones hurt. Am I getting old? Yeah. And I'm like 30 ish. 
Yeah, and, no, like, you had it. For all sure. of us were dead. Oh yeah, this is October before anyone had any issues, and we all had it basically beforehand. So yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. But anyways, that's, my that's story doesn't involve viruses though. Oh, that's so. Bad. When I was a little kid, um, I got uh, chickenpox, but I didn't show any symptoms. So then I got the vaccine for chickenpox, and this has nothing to do with the vaccine. Like it's just because of circumstances. But I got really sick and got shingles. And uh, almost died. So because oh of yeah, because it's bad. Yeah, shape, like I guess it's really bad to get the vaccine, or if you have yeah, and it, it's like that, that's why I just I didn't want to get you flagged or have issues. With oh that, no, that's it, fine. That's fine. They like, don't like, care about chickenpox vaccines. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, 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 no. but um, yeah. So my nervous system was shitty, so I had to get um, I did trials for uh, testosterone replacement therapy when I was like uh, late adolescent, early teenager. How old are you? Uh, right now I'm 30, so no, it did actually help. Oh, I was like between the ages of uh, 12 to like when I was uh, 15, almost 16. God damn, that would have been a nightmare to be adding testosterone to the hormone just, hormone makeup of just a 12-year-old? <laughs> I was a lot smaller than I was supposed to be. I wasn't having any signs of puberty and stuff. It was weird. Oh. Like, uh, right now I'm only 5'6", okay. which sucks. Yeah. Because... That's definitely low value <laughs> on the apps, at least. It fucking yeah, sucks. yeah, it sucks on the apps for sure. Um, but uh, I, it wasn't just that was the I, I did trials, so basically that that would be really expensive to do. So they offered like either your parents are going to pay a bunch of money to do this, or you can do it and we'll pay you. But it's experimental uh, shit. And at that age, because I'm not a shitty person, I was like, oh, I'll do it in case other kids are sick or some shit. Yeah. Guess what the medicine is now used for? What? Old dudes who can't get boners. They uh, gave the medicine, you... yeah, that's what it's now used for, but it was testosterone replacement therapy that now is like gel that old guys in their 60s rub on themselves to still get hard. Really? But it's just testosterone <laughs> gel? Yeah, that's it's androgel. That's the name of the thing. Really? That's, I, yeah, know people, so... I, I know a guy who takes that shit. Yeah, I did. Why were they giving it to a fucking kid? I guess because they they needed to get your like puberty started. Yeah, my 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 levels were so low. That's why I would be considered a low value male. Yeah, you're a low I needed to get testosterone, <laughs> but it eventually kick started my uh, my like own natural system to do it. So now it does it on its own. Oh, okay. But I don't know. I do complain and cry a lot and act like a bitch. So I don't, do you? Anyways, well, you that's I don't mean to. That's but I definitely you. like I don't know. Here's another p- funny part of the story, too. Like, when I was little, before any of this shit happened, like, uh, in the womb, uh, like, for months, my mother uh, thought that I was a girl, which is funny, too. That's fucked up. She told you that? Well, there were my mom's best friend had bought a bunch of toys, like, immediately. <laughs> Why? So they were, like, random girl toys. And when I was older, I was like, why are there girl toys just around? Like, oh, well, my friend. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I, I get people, really annoyed about people some of the trans really stuff, under, I would never recommend a kid I, doing that. Yeah, shit. I will say people really I'm I don't have any children, but just my you know, watchings and stuff and talking to people, people really underestimate how easy it is to like fuck up a kid for life with just like the littlest thing yeah, like, you know like i'm not saying you're fucked up because of that too, but... they made the, the drug thing my decision i had to pick whether or not they were going to spend money or i would do it 
to help people. Basically, And what if you spent money, what would you have gotten? Still, just the same. It would have been thing? like well, it would have been the same thing that was already pre-approved, but it would cost like thousands of dollars to do it. Or, so then, why? Would, well, how's it even a decision? Yeah, it's not really. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just did the thing. I, cool. I spent the money on it to buy a dog to try and talk to girls. That was funny. Wait, but you got to keep the money? Yeah, but I just spent it on shit because I was. Whatever, that's something. Like, I feel like uh, there would be a lot of families who are like, yeah, you don't get the money and you got the testosterone. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, I, I thought that was kind of funny. I've been trying to like figure out how to make that funny because I'd be like, <laughs> uh, I'd be like backstage shit at music. I was, I'm the one, who, one of the people who voted for the advice. Because I don't know how to make that shit funny, but I thought that uh, I mean, it's a, the stuff that you and Ryan talk about on your channel, it's just some of the uh, the trans stuff frustrates the fuck out of me. Just like, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. I wouldn't ever recommend anyone doing that. Like, I have other issues now because of that. Like, because of the testosterone? Yeah, I have high blood pressure, um, a couple other different, like, things. That you can specifically link to taking oh yeah pretty much like they they have uh, evidence now like the drug does have adverse side effects that if i would try like i could maybe get some money from it but it's not worth the time and the effort yeah like you're saying where you could sue them well there's people who have already sued them about like high blood pressure and increased heart rate different other things that are directly caused by that and you don't so, and you don't waive your like uh I think I might have just because it was so long ago. I mean, but you like, can't wave your stuff when you're a kid. You don't have a legal right to sign anything. Yeah, I, I don't even... Like, you can't enter so a contract ago. when you're 12 years old. You just legally can't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I, I, I say you fucking turn them. this low-value train around <laughs> and you sue the shit out of whatever company this was. Yeah. Well, we know it's Andrew, though. So, yeah. yeah. Good luck Good luck seeing a pharmaceutical company. That's impossible. Yeah, but you never like, know. You they might just settle. I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, cool. Thanks for calling, everybody. Appreciate it. All right. I will. There's actually this thing in, in bef- right when I started stand-up, there were all these comedians in Toronto, and they all used to, for money, they were all like guinea pigs for pharmaceutical companies. Like all, There were so many of them, and that's what they did for money is they would sign up for these trials. It was like a whole thing. They would all sign up for these medical trials and just take all these crazy drugs. Hello, thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Yeah, uh, I got a pretty low value story for you. All right, who am I speaking with? Would you like to give your name? You don't have to. You're talking to Chuck? Yeah, hello? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Um, So my story is, um, I was with my, I was like 21, 22. I was with my girlfriend, um, and we were at a 7-Eleven getting some beer, and... um, I paid with a debit card, and this is like 15 years ago when debit cards were kind of new still. Um, but I paid with a debit card, and as I'm paying with the debit card, I see like 35 cents in the, in the like, leave a penny tray. Take a oh. penny, leave a penny tray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I pocketed it without thinking. Like, I made ADHD and impulsive, and just, I didn't even think about it. I was just like, oh, right in the pocket. Okay. <clears throat> this is the store. turns to me, and she goes, that's the most unattractive thing I've ever seen you do. Just stealing thirty five cents. Yeah, like, yeah. I, don't, I can't see uh, really. Yeah, I don't feel like that's like a Bonnie and Clyde. Like you're not like a bad boy. Like criminal. no, no. It's it just like looks cool. like I'm a loser. Yeah, <laughs> you stole thirty five cents. That probably hurt when she said that, though. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I played it up. I was like, "Hey, man, I see silver in there. I take it." 
<laughs> That's a good reaction. And what did she say? Uh, I don't remember, but we still smashed. Nice. That's the thing. You could disappoint a woman and still just, you know, you got to do like 10 yeah. of those things. Yeah, I mean, each one, like, she eventually... They all add up. Me. She makes a mental note. She goes, I oh, took 35 cents from the take a penny, leave a penny tray. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, that's what I got. How'd that relationship work out? Oh, I married her, uh, you know, a bunch of years later, and we were married for a few years, and then she divorced me ah, after I'm I wouldn't sorry. get pregnant. I'm sorry to hear. But you guys did get married. We did, and we were happily married for a few years. And then why... Until I wouldn't why, get her pregnant. Why not? You just didn't want to have kids? Uh, I was convinced that I'd be happier with no kids. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm almost 40 now. I'm like, God, why did I fucking do that? Yeah, that's, I mean, you know what? When you're younger, you don't realize, but yeah, that's, that's a bummer. You just were fused. You're like, I'm just, was any good reason? You're like, I don't want to bring, or you just wanted to kind of like extend your youth. I wanted jet skis, man. Yeah, you're just like, I don't want to waste all this money on kids. I want to spend it on myself. Yeah, yeah. I would be, but jet skis don't visit you when you're 80. No, 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 they don't. But I mean, when you're 80, there's going to be some sort of, you know, mechanical thing that can take care of you for sure. Like some sort of <laughs> robot. So I guess just save your money. Oh, uh, no. Now I'm now I'm uh, now I'm actually on the hunt for a 25 year old. Now you're on the hunt. And will you, if she wants kids, what's the deal? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately. All we'll right. So whatever. Money. You know what? If you find one, which I'm sure you will, then whatever. You'll be fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like, uh, I just look back, I'm like, God, I could have a 15-year-old right now. Yeah. Oh, you were 25 at the time? Uh, I was like 22 at the time. Oh, I'm you know what? Now. Oh, you know what? Fuck that. I don't know. I, I, if, I, if some girl, if I was 22, some girl may forced me to have kids with her at 22, I would have done the same thing. N- no even question to my mind. I, honestly, I think if my girlfriend when I was 29 was like, we're having kids now, I would have been like, no. Nah. So yeah, I was uh, 28 when she divorced me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. That's like when you get divorced 28, you're like you broke up. Like whatever. Yes, you guys legally did all the stuff, but that was a break. Sure. Yeah, yeah. We spent That's 20 a, grand on a wedding. Yeah, whatever. You guys made some poor financial decisions, but that was a breakup. That's like I know it's technically a divorce, but that's a breakup. Yeah, a breakup where you know I owned a house with her, but I hear what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's again bad financial decisions, but uh, yeah, I hear you. All right, well, the thirty-five cents thing, pretty low value for sure. But you married her, I, I so what I, does that say about her? I mean, I don't think she's special in any way. <laughs> does she have kids now? How many kids does she have? I have no idea. You don't even know where where she's at. You don't keep any tabs on her at all. Not a bit. Just like uh, out not of curiosity. One bit. Nope. Nope. No curiosity. Interesting. Interesting. I would be curious. I have like exes where I, I mean, I'm, I think I'm friends with all of them on Facebook. So I, no, I mean, I was, I was, I was very mad at her. For divorcing Um, you? I was in the army when we got married. I put her through graduate school as I'm getting out of the army, like a month before she's like, yeah, I want a divorce. So like, I've, I've got some, some major resentment towards her. So I have no desire to keep up. Well, all right. That's fair. That's fair. Well, all you got to, you know, what, what do they say? The best uh, revenge is living a good life or some shit. Yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of fun since then. Yeah, there you go. And you just got to go find a new one and then knock her up and then you're good to go. And you'll have someone yeah. to take care of you. I mean, you know, you'll have someone to take care of you when you're 80 and they'll even be younger than it would have been. They'll be much more like. Yeah, exactly. She'll be 65. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. All right. Thank you for coming Worst, in. worst case oh. scenario, I have to go teach English in Poland for a year to find a, a hot Polish chick. Yeah, or Ukraine for a month. Or Ukraine for a month. Yeah, that's where the idea came from. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, all right, cool. Thanks for calling, everybody. Bye. Bye. That's the thing. You do something you think is low value, 35 cents, steal that other take a penny. They still marry you. It's a bad precedent you're setting, ladies. I know this is 10% of you watch this. Uh, like, why would you get married? Someone says, how old am I? I'm 38. Oh, I don't know. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Lost him. We had it. No, we lost him. Let's see what's going on over here in the chat. I don't know what the lowest value thing is. Uh, Andrew username said, or someone said, what's the lowest value? Confess your lowest value moment to the people. I don't know what it is. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to rack my brains what the lowest value moment is. Hello. Thanks for calling Low Value Mail. Oh, hey. how's it been? What's up? Who am I speaking with? remember me i'm andreas andreas <laughs> yes of course andreas how you doing buddy i was wondering um does the story have to be about how i was a low value male or could it just be more generally about a friend of mine in college who's sure low value? whatever you want this is very i mean it's whatever it's whatever we want it's this show well, is so low value that we do what we want when we want uh andreas has a dope youtube channel by the way everybody that you should check out thank um, you i yeah. appreciate it what, what, what's it called andreas how is it zertus Exertus, X-I-R-T-U-S, yeah. Exert I got, uh, you know how many people have messaged me about uh, when I do the conspiracy episodes and they want to talk about Tartaria? <laughs> Joe Rogan like, just talked about it with Sam Tripoli. Yeah, yeah, dude, a lot of people. A lot of people yeah. fucking are into that. You're the I, you're the first person I ever heard about that from. Bro, you are Tartarian. That's what Polish Chuck is. I know, yeah. I know. <laughs> you're, dude, you're the one who told me where you were like, hey, are you from this, like, your last name is it from this thing? With these like swamp people or whatever, and, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and then I went and looked it up, and it's so crazy because in that like uh, Wikipedia entry, it's actually like the identical spelling of my name, which is so rare. There's always like some weird version. And then I went to my dad. I'm like, "Hey, you ever heard of this?" And my dad's like, "No, but I guess it is what it is." He's like, "I I didn't know." Yeah, oh, man, because uh, Ukraine Ukraine was Polish, and your yeah. people were were like the Ewoks at yeah, the time. Which I know, is great. dude. I'm a fucking Ewok. I'm Badass. Anyways, what's up, Andres? What, well, what is this low-value story of your friend? I mean, it's kind of like, so I have this friend who I was, I haven't talked to in years, and then he reached out, and he was all freaked out, and, you know, his life goes back real far. I'm gonna call him Maynard, because it's a safer thing than his real name, but okay. he was, like, into research chemicals, psychedelics a lot, and he's, like, a master musician. He comes from the deep south. His parents had, like, a fancy place for him. They're like, play the violin, Maynard, kind of a thing all of his life, you okay. know, in front of people, yeah. and so that's, he didn't have any feelings until he got some internet drugs you know in the 90s <laughs> yeah and he's like laughing and vomiting out of a parking lot you know in front of a glencoe mall and then he's just being followed the rest of his life by like agents you know and he, he actually has been following by agents or oh yeah agents? yeah uh, for sure, because there was this one time that the Marlboro Man met us at a bar and was just laughing because he was all high. And not the Marlboro Man, but the Marlboro Man was this older guy. And he's like, you have no idea who I am, do you, boy? And he's like, I would suggest you get out of here, like this state, uh, tonight, as soon as possible. And because they were going to arrest this guy he was buying stuff from off the Internet. It was going by Dr. Benway, which is like a reference to Naked Lunch by William Burroughs. Okay. And that guy got like life in jail for selling research chemicals. And what is exactly mom. a research chemical? 
So, you know, they have drugs and pharmaceutical companies make them. They oftentimes won't have a copyright on something. And so it's not worth selling. And a lot of the time it's like a really powerful thing. So instead of acid, which was a research chemical, there's all these other ones that are legal or they become illegal over time. But then new new chemists will come up with new chemicals, alpha methyltryptamine, dimethoxy-4-iodophenethylamine, chlorothalamine. Alexander Shulgin has a book called Pekel that's a thousand pages. Another one called Tekel that's a thousand pages, each one about tryptamines and phenethylamines. Okay. There's just so many of these things and they can do a lot of things to help people. But pharmaceutical companies don't want them out there, really. Slash, you can't experiment on people legally. But you can give kids who want to take drugs on the Internet some access to them and study them. And what is this, some sort of dark web thing? Even before, well, you know, but this goes back to Usenet. Back in the 90s, you've got people like the college kids who had access to this stuff. And before dark web, because it was legal. You're just buying bath salts. You remember the bath salts thing? Yeah, yeah, I remember the bath salts with people eating faces and stuff. Well, there was ones before that that were safer, but then the Chinese and the U.S. and European Union made them all illegal. So they had to have all these new ones, and that's when you had the wave of people trying to get their things they had in the 80s and things like that. But he disappeared for a while, my buddy Maynard, and I hadn't heard from him in a while. I was worried he was dead. And then I get a call from him. He's in California, or he leaves me like a text message thing. And he's like, you know, I'm being followed by these drones. And I'm like, what do you, what? Like, what do you mean by that? It's ridiculous. Are you, have you lost your mind completely? But he's like, no, no, no. In California now, because of the homeless and the Occupy and everything else, they have these drones that are flying over all the time. And they have another one swap with it. And it just records everybody and it follows the homeless encampments where he's been staying. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. There's no way. So I go and I look it up and you type in homeless drones or drone surveillance, California, Los Angeles, Santa Cruz, boom, boom, boom. 2016, 2018, 2019, 2020, more and more and more. First saying, we're just going to use it for a few people. And now it's like, yep, we're using it. It's a great way to keep it safe. We have thermal cameras that are spying all the time right but so yeah he goes and he goes missing for a while and i'm I'm worried about it because he's a low value male that's why i was thinking (laughs) there's all these guys they've figured out how they can turn them into these they can get as much value as they can out of them because they're studying them they're forcing around they're trading drugs they're living this like dark world circuit yeah but there's nobody cares about him no one's if he disappears nobody's gonna look for him and that's terrifying yeah. yeah so and so, it's not so funny you, but yeah but so sorry <laughs> you know whatever but so no it's cool though but so you you get and did you end up meeting up with him no no, no. and so i haven't i haven't been able to get back in touch with him once i was said hey I, I corroborated what you said there are documents that show that they are doing this the police departments have their drones if I get it, but after that, he just—he's been—he's been gone. Man, so I sounds no like idea. an X Files episode or something. <laughs> yeah, man. And like, there is a kind of funny story about him. One time, he's living with this friend of mine who's, you know, in a band. His girlfriend was working for the Community Sustained Agriculture Program, and she would get abortions all the time. And she would. What do you uh, mean she comp- would get abortions all the time? She would just. She would get pregnant a lot, and then she would How have more. How many abortions can one person have? Like, what, what do mean, you think? You're a pretty smart guy. What's the world record for most abortions for one woman? Man, that's a great question. What do you think? It could be a th- over a thousand. And like, doesn't like you could keep getting abortions? It's not like fucking up your reproductive abilities. I mean, I'm sure it could. Uh, that's a great question. But like, is I there that... one woman who is like? Because I honestly think, in terms of you know, breeding some sort of superhuman, like imagine the person that comes out of a woman who's had a thousand abortions. 
<laughs> that's Damien. It's Rosemary's baby. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you you want that person in our society. I think that person could rise up. Well, what this lady did was she took her abortions and she would compost them, and then she'd put them into the community sustained agriculture and grow kale. And so people were buying all the vegetables from it. So maybe in a way it like I guess it's just organic. Society. I mean, I guess it's just organic material. I suppose. <laughs> you are so open minded, my friend. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's dark. <laughs> it's dark. It's a dark kale. If you are. but uh, yeah, that's live in that world though. They accept, they accept that, you know, I think that's, that is pretty much what they want us to think. It's okay. Yeah. I would like you, I feel like you could find out how many, what the world record for most abortions is. You know what? We should look into that. I yeah, will let's find look, out. In, look into it and let's uh, call back in another episode and let's chat. Let's chop it up some more. All right. Cause yeah. Love you, bro. Yeah. Take care, buddy. Peace. All right. That was Andreas, everybody. Andreas Zertus. Exertus, I'm gonna put it in the chat. Check out his he's got a really cool YouTube channel. Um and he's a he's a fucking that dude is out there in a good way. I had twenty seven abortions by age twelve, Zach. Congratulations for you. Hello, thanks for calling low value mail. Hey Danny, it's Craig. Hey Craig, how you doing, pal? What's up? Hey, I don't have a low value story. Um okay. but I guess kind of low value. I stayed up too late watching Netflix serial killer documentaries last night. I said till like three. Okay. Um, and it was about Toronto. Um, what, Luca Magnata? Uh, say it again. Not Luca Magnata, is it? The don't no. fuck with cats. No, but I want to hear about that. Well, he's the guy. Uh, don't fuck with cats. He was the guy. JJ used to know him. Our boy JJ Lieberman back in Toronto because they were like did gay stuff together. Not like actually have sex together, but they were like in gay world or whatever but he he's like a notorious killer in toronto he um he killed all these he killed a couple people and he mailed their body parts all over to like the prime minister of canada and all this shit and then he went on the run and they tracked him down to europe and so if you haven't seen it's called don't fuck with cats on netflix and the whole thing is about how like a bunch of internet sleuths kind of found him okay um this was catching killers okay and it was about um like the it, they had a really specific demo. There isn't there something called like the like the gay village or something in Toronto. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, Arthur it, Macar- Bruce MacArthur. Yeah, his and his demo is it was all like 45 year old homeless Indian guys. Well, yeah, it was. Well, they weren't all, in, but they were. So his no, his demo was. It was all. They were all older. Not all of them were like homeless, but they were all closeted. So they're none of their like as far as I know, like most of them, none of their family knew uh none of their family really knew that they were gay, so it was like hard to kind of and there was a while where people were all these gay people in like because it's on Church Street in the gay village or whatever they were like, yo, people are going missing like they kept <laughs> say, telling the cops or like people are legit going missing, and the yeah. cops straight up were just like, "I don't know, like they just did <laughs> nothing. Until yeah. I guess, like, uh, I think someone escaped from this guy. He had this guy like tied up in his apartment and was yeah. about to kill him. And then the guy escaped, and that's how they. And then they started like they went to his house. He had like a landscaping company, a yeah. business. And then they started like they were like you know literally like the pot potted plants. They'd like yeah. you know, and there would be like body parts in the potted plants and all that shit. Do you remember any of this? Like, I remember, this yeah, was like it was when I lived in Toronto. This was ten about, years ago. Yeah, yeah, ten years. ago. So, I lived in Toronto at the time. Yeah. 
Did did you ever go to the gay village and were afraid of getting kidnapped and stuff? Uh, no, because I'm not a homosexual. Wink. Yeah. Uh, Wink. No, no, no. I mean, I, I've done tons of comedy shows and like I used to live like at the time I used to live. So there's this thing in Toronto. I don't know if it's there anymore, but it's called Hooker Harvey's, okay. which is at the corner of uh, Jarvis and I want to say Gerard or something, Gerard, something like that right around there. But it was this. So there's this chain of really crappy burger places called Harvey's and I'm sure some Canadians will dispute me but I think it's literally one of the worst fast food restaurants on earth it's inedible and disgusting uh, but there's a Harvey's there on the corner and there, that's like where prostitutes would hang out and it was called Hooker Harvey's and you could go pick them up and I live right by there Gerard and Parliament so very close by sure. um, okay yeah yeah, yeah. So- this episode was a two-parter. The The second part was like where they actually found Bruce MacArthur. The first part, they had got this tip that there was a cannibal in Toronto. And like they found this guy. He had like child porn and like like the, he was on this like cannibal website detailing all of these people that he murdered. And it was like lining up with the people that were disappearing. And they were like, oh, this is our that. fucking guy. A hundred percent. It was like some guy. And then it ended up being like, no, all the cannibal stuff was like a hundred percent pure fantasy, but they still got him on the child. Oh, stuff. oh, so that, that, and it wasn't the guy posting it. That was just a, yeah, it was like a red herring. Interesting. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. There was another, and, uh, I'm probably going to, oh no, we have time for one more call after this, but there was another, so there's another serial killer. We don't have a lot of serial killers in Canada just because no. by nature we're just a small country, but there's this guy, Paul Bernardo, and he killed these, him and this other woman, uh, yeah. who I can't remember her name, but I'm sure people in the chat will say it right away. They, um, they killed these two girls and I think maybe one other person, but one of the girls went to my high school. And it's a really oh crazy. It's a really crazy story. She went to my high school before I went to the high school, uh, and she. Um, so the crazy story is she was like neighbors with a good friend of mine, and this is in Burlington, Ontario, and she was like in ninth grade, and her mom was like, she went out, and her mom was like, if you don't come home by ten o'clock or whatever, like I'm locking the door, I'm locking you out, like you cool, know, whatever. So then she came home late, and her mom, true to her word, was like, no. I'm not letting you in. I said come home by whatever, and I, you didn't. And she goes, fuck. And then she goes and starts wandering around, and this guy fucking picked her up and killed her. That is insane. Isn't that that's, insane? That's insane. Uh, guilt must be crazy. Oh, insane. Like, you probably are, like, even to this day, she probably still feels guilty about that. Jesus. I don't think that, that's the type of guilt that you ever get rid of. That's not the – there's another serial killer in Canada that would like Carla the, the, that, that, name. that the, army lieutenant that fucking dressed up in women's underwear. You know what I'm talking about? Right, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember. Yeah, yeah. He was the army. Fuck. You know, we've had a few actually. Yeah, he killed yeah. a bunch. Yeah, he did that, and then he would. There was all these pictures of him coming out, and he's like in women's underwear. There's Robert <laughs> Picton, who was in. He was a really crazy one. He was out west in Vancouver and uh, or, or like British Columbia area. And he had a pig farm, and he was, like, killing all these, like, indigenous prostitutes and feeding them to the pigs. But Carla Homolka, the crazy thing is, so she was married to Paul Bernardo. She was helping him do all these murders. And then she went to jail, but she he's in jail for life, even though they don't have life in jail in Canada. But they do it, like, exceptional circumstances, so he can never get out. And then she changed her name. She, like, learned, she like went to college all in... in uh, a jail got out after like 20 years changed her name lives in quebec somewhere but so like there was some video where she was like at some school 
like picking up her, I guess, new husband's like kids or something. And people are like, yo, that's like a literal serial killer. <laughs> You're like, we don't give a shit if she's out of jail. Like, she can't be fucking picking up kids. Yeah. Like, I don't care if she's, yeah, she's in Quebec and she's like, just changed her whole life. Our laws changed, are different like, in France. Yeah, changed her name and everything. Yeah, so. No. Anyways, all right, all right. Appreciate you. Well, yeah, see you, man. All right, all right. That was correct. Okay, we have time for one more call. I got to piss really bad. Really bad. Really bad. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for joining us. If you want to join the after show for subscribers, patreon.com slash low value mail, or you can uh, join here on YouTube. London Strangler is something that existed. I've never heard of that. All right. We got the last call of the evening, and I know who it is, and I'm looking forward to speaking with her. Hello. Hey, what's Hi, going on, Danny? How are you doing, China? I am great, and I can identify so much with all of tonight's conversations. This has been wonderful. Nice. I'm glad. I, yeah, it was a fun, uh, fun little episode. Uh, yeah, how are you cars doing? and acid and all <laughs> sorts of things. Like I am down. I got. I could talk about all. I can relate to all these people. And that's why I love this show because oh, I feel like I have found my people. Nice. Apparently, I, I, I don't know what that says about me, but I feel like it's true. Doesn't say anything about any of us, or maybe it says a lot about all of us. I don't know, but yeah, we're the best. It's, it's a fun thing we got going on here. So you you want to send us home? You have a good, uh, a little oh, uh, low value story. Uh, uh, so much so that I felt like at any of these topics, I could have I could have given you one. All so. Right. All right, give me the topic, and I'll tell well, you the, the story. The, oh, well, uh, okay, acid. We'll go acid. I like a good acid story. Okay, acid. Okay. Yeah. All right, the most low value with acid. <laughs> I would have to say with my own acid, that's pretty high value. Okay. Um, I'm, not, I'm not like a big acid head or like a pretty like, – I was totally there. Like I worked at like a music store during the fish scene and – Okay. All of that. Yeah. And I used to get 10 strips from like a guy that was like a clown guy. He was like really tall with like pale skin and like red hair naturally. And um, we used to go like to New Orleans to the state palace and sell the acid and stuff. But I remember that I guess I don't know how low value this is, but it's of, <laughs> of value. Yeah. That um, I remember that one time. My dad was kind of hip to it. He like he had caught on later in high school that was like going on these trips or you know like hanging out whatever. But he was pretty he was pretty flexible. He's like he had had his own experiences. And I remember I had went to the State Palace Theater. We had sold a bunch of acid from Mississippi because that's what you do. You know you take it from Mississippi and you bring it to New Orleans. Okay, I, and then, I didn't think and, you'd and, go to Mississippi to source drugs, but what do I know? Yeah, yeah, because you know Dixie Mafia and all. Right, that. right, the Dixie Mafia. Right? We got the source. We got the source. We got the source, and that's how you would pay for your trip. You would come in, you know. Yeah. And um, so we had a fabulous trip, but oh my god, it was like pretty harsh and i just remember like going home the next uh morning and you know obviously i had had like a whole bend you know we got home like eight in the morning you know it's very close. obvious yeah, yeah and my dad brought me a bowl of like some fruity pebbles and turned on some cartoons oh that's and awesome. he said <laughs> and then he was like all right <laughs> you have anything left over that's what he said really 
And you gave yeah, it to him? Yeah, he did. He, he did. I don't think we did, though. I can't really remember. But, like, was your dad at 8 in the morning like, yo, give me some acid. I'm going to do some right now? Oh, yeah. My my dad was, like... Um, That's badass. My dad was, like, a really smart person, but also, like, like a pretty... Uh, indulge like he, yeah, yeah. he you know you get so smart you realize hey there's fun to be had right right but I, i'm saying that's a fucking like that's yeah. a, that, but he gave me fruity pebbles and he turned on cartoons that's nice man yeah and because long it, movies too he didn't uh-huh. even put on like something short he put on like you know i don't know three hour disney movies he well, was like you got, he knows you're in watch it. the original uh mickey mouse fantasia well, maybe that'd be good for you <laughs> well he knew you were you were in it for you know when you do acid you're like this is not a short thing this is yeah, not yeah, a yeah. short thing i uh, remember too about that ping pong ears i don't know if people remember ping, that but no. you just remember you have those ping pong ears going off no, I don't remember ping pong. Like games. bing, 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 bing. You know, like you could just like hear like if you like play, um, what do you call it with the flippers? Oh, not ping pong. Oh, pinball. Pinball, pinball yeah. ears, pinball ears, pinball ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pinball ears, different thing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Something to say. Well, that's cool. Okay, China. I got to wrap this uh, bad boy up. Hopefully, you'll join us uh, on the Patreon if you have a chance. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try it. I'm, I'm gonna try to not doze off before. Yeah, but if not, no worries. We're gonna do some streaming. We're gonna hang out. Um, all right. Thanks, China. Nice talking to you. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. All right. All right, everybody, that's been your show. Shout out, by the way, a quick one. This hacks with the super chat, some funny degenerate stories. Polak check. Appreciate you all. I appreciate you all. Thank you very much, everybody. If you are in uh, Syracuse, Albany, West Nyack, uh, come out. Watch us do some comedy. JJ is going to be there. We're going to be with Ryan Long. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be some good shit. Uh, otherwise, I will see... Some of you in the Patreon, the rest I will see you next week. Thank you for joining me on this Monday episode of Low Value Mail. Appreciate you all uh, and see you all soon. Be safe. Bye-bye. Have a good night.